What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Wednesday, October 29th, 2014. You guys listening to episode 183. Uh, Back to the uh, regular schedule on Wednesdays, and again, I figured out uh, why there was a problem last week. Uh, a buddy of mine, shout out to Keenan Weaver, funny young comic, uh, up and coming comic from Westchester. I love Westchester. I love comics from Westchester because that's uh, where I'm originally from. That's where I live now. It's where I pretty much have lived most of my life. Um, and and uh, he is, you know, he knows tech stuff and all that. And apparently, where I put my, um, you know, my website. I mean, my, uh, I'm sorry, my, not my website, my podcast. There's only a certain amount of time. So, uh, that I could have. So I guess it's like 90 minutes and anything over that, there's a big problem or whatever. Again, like I mentioned before. So, um, this, this will not happen. This should be recorded today and this should be up today. So, uh, that's good. Uh, this is what, two days, the the Halloween Eve Eve is where we're at right now, the 29th. And, um, you know, I haven't watched enough horror movies. That's what I want to do tonight and uh, tomorrow. But I have a lot of traveling because I'm getting ready for the Indianapolis um, shows this week. And, uh, you know, hoping the people come out. But I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about um, flying. I have an unacceptable that infuriated me. So hopefully you guys enjoy this one. Uh, got, obviously got the unacceptables from the fans. Got some stuff with sports. Big Game 7 going on um, with the Kansas City Royals tonight uh, who romped the Giants last night. Uh, I fell asleep early because my body just tapped out, but I saw when it was like 7 or 8 nothing. I think they ended up winning 10 nothing. I actually think they're going to win tonight, but I'll, I'll talk about that. New York Knicks open the season tonight against the Chicago Bulls at Madison Square Garden. I'm looking forward to that for sure. And uh, so a lot of great show. Uh, so sit back, relax, get ready for a um, typical and great Verzi Effect Podcast 183. But first, as always, got to shout out the sponsor, GonzoFame.com. Go to GonzoFame.com for the best, most in-depth interviews with your favorite comedians of today. Uh, GonzoFame.com goes uh, all in with the uh, with the uh, interviews for sure. And I know that they just added more. Giannis Pappas is on there now. Uh, Joe Manarese. Um, I believe Adrian Apolucci's is going to be up. Or I know they're doing Adrian's. Um, just a bunch of great comedians. Uh, not only friends of mine, but great comedians that are out there. You know, Ralphie May and, uh, you know, Doug Stanhope and, and all them. So uh, please check out GonzoFame.com. They're redoing a bunch of stuff. And they might even be doing a blog soon. But um, really in tune with what's going on with comedy today. And I'm glad to have those guys aboard the show. GonzoFame.com Also, if there's any other um, websites out there or sponsors that want to work with me, contact me and I will uh, you know, talk to you about that as well. Uh, and I do want to shout out the uh, Believe Wristbands, BelieveWristbands.com. They're wristbands that are... Um, they're just like these cool, and they have all different types and different colors that match. And uh, they say believe on them and your favorite team's colors and stuff. But uh, great people and that, that have those. And um, yeah, I got my Knicks one on right now. So uh, believewristbands.com, you could check them uh, check them out too. Um, so there we go. We got that out of the way. Check those out. Great people and just great products. So 
moving forward, everybody. Um, tomorrow, I am going to Indianapolis. I've had a couple of days to take care of some business stuff, to recharge the battery. Uh, Giannis Pappas did not help the cause because he was over the house the other day. We did throw down some scotches. We did throw down some cigars. So that's really not resting properly the way that I wanted to. But um, last night, like I said, passed out early and I'm getting ready to go to JFK tomorrow. Um, I'm not touching any railings at JFK. That's where the Ebola virus came through. And I know it's been days, but I'm fucked at, man. Like somewhere that guy touched something. So I'm just going in there. I'm not touching anybody. I'm touching like my papers and I'm not touching fucking anything or anybody. I'm going to be in there like a fucking, I'm just going to sit in my seat not move around. I don't even want to touch this. I don't even want to touch the fucking seats. I don't want to touch the armrests on this airplane. I just want to get to Indianapolis in two and a half hours, whatever it is, get to my hotel and get ready to do the shows. Hope you guys are going to come out. Um, I'm excited. I'm also going to be on the um, radio station out there on, uh, was it Bob and Tom? I believe it's Bob and Tom. I hope I'm not, I hope I'm getting that right. Yes, it's it's not Tom and Bob. I think that doesn't sound right. I think it's Bob and Tom. So, um, yes, it's the Bob and Tom show. I will be on that Friday morning. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, just promote my shows and promoting my, um, my album recording. And I'm going to be taping. I'm going to be recording. By the way, if there is anybody listening to this that's going to be in the area that knows a good film like a like a videographer, I should say, somebody that's got a good camera and could tape sets. Let me know. Um, I'm gonna have stuff out there anyway. But if there's somebody local there that has some stuff, let me know. Uh, love to talk to you about uh, filming some stuff. But uh, as far as a recording, I'm all good to go for the album. I'm excited and uh, uh, excited to make the announcement right here on the show that uh, you know I was fortunate enough. To have, um, what did I have? I had three. I had three options for uh, record labels to, to well, definitely two, but it, it probably three options to do my album, and um, I got. I I feel like I'm going with the best place, and and I'm gonna be. Uh, using the All Things Comedy uh, record label will be putting my album out. And my album, um, you know, without any hiccups right now, I mean, the tentative release date is the end of the year. So hopefully um, late December or the very, very beginning of January, my album will come out. Uh, The name of the album is, like I said, I mean, Unacceptable is definitely a possibility. There's a couple other possibilities. I'm not going to officially say what it is yet because, to be honest, I don't know what I want to name this thing. Um, But once it's laid down and we have the audio all laid down and the artwork, um, you know, we're going to put you know, get the title of this thing and and it should be coming out. So I'm so happy and thankful that All Things Comedy, and I got to shout out All Things Comedy. I've been with All Things Comedy now for two weeks and they have done nothing but promote my my podcast. They've done nothing but promote my shows. If you go to allthingscomedy.com right now, my album, um, my debut album recording taping, you know, from the club I'm doing it at is on the, I was on their website and they've just been amazing. You got to check them out. They have the best podcasts uh, in the in the world on there and um, amazing, thrilled and humbled to be a part of, of them and the guys that run it are absolutely the best. So all things comedy records will be doing 
my uh, my debut official album, and I couldn't be happier about it. So, um, one thing I wanted to talk about before we get into unacceptables, before we get into everything, and and I'm not even kidding about this because I started to notice a problem, but I definitely had to take a, a step back with the cigar smoking. It got to the point, I, I talked about it on Twitter, a lot of people were like, man, are you serious? You love it so much. Don't do that. That's your thing. You love smoking cigars. And um, I love smoking cigars. You guys know that. Smoking cigars to me, I mean, let's be honest. You, you sit down, there's, what's better? What's better than having a scotch that matches a good cigar? You sit there, you have good conversation. You argue sports with a friend. You talk about movies. You you just laugh. You have a good time. You, you talk you jokes, comedy, um, life, children, family, all that stuff while smoking an amazing cigar and drinking. There's nothing fucking better. Problem is, I turned into an animal. Like, I couldn't have one. It got to the point where, now listen, I'm not quitting cigars forever. I'm not even quitting cigars, to be honest with you. I mean, this is just me taking a step back. If I smoke a stick a week, two sticks a week right now, that would be a big improvement for what I'm doing. So, because I was getting to the point where I started loving sticks so much that I'd be halfway through my first one and I'd be excited about my next one. While people would be like, couldn't even handle one, and I'm just thinking of my next one. Uh, And I just started to realize, like, all right, man, now, because I was never one to get like to to really ever get like addicted to anything other than I mean when I smoked cigarettes but when it was time to stop cigarettes and I knew it was time I just stopped I just stopped I didn't do you know I tried the gum a little bit you know the funny thing about the gum is yeah the reason why you don't want a cigarette after the gum is because the gum is so fucking disgusting you want to throw up I mean it's not like it's doing anything for the blood I mean it just makes you sick because it's gross but um I was more one of those people where when it was time to stop and I knew it was time to stop and I knew it could become a problem, I would just stop with anything I did. And just seeing how I was getting with the cigars, it was getting cra- it was getting ridiculous. I mean, I was smoking sticks like it was it was a joke. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a step back. I mean, my friends, like I, I was talking to Bill Burr and I was and, and, and Giannis. And I, I, both of them said the same thing. I, I said to uh, Giannis, is hilarious though, because Giannis was like, "Oh man, come on, man! Winston Churchill smoked one every day. He lived to eighty. And like, I actually started to listen to that. I'm like, "Yeah, Winston Churchill did." And I would like start using that. But I was t- talking to Burr too, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, my wife is kind of telling me I need to cut back." And he, without hesitation, he's like, "Dude, you do." So, and I, I started to notice it. I started to feel it. It was just getting a little weird how I was smoking them. So, um. You know, I got a birthday coming up, so when the birthday hits, I'll definitely probably have a stick on my birthday. Um, going down to Miami, definitely having Cubans in Miami. I mean, that's just going to be, this This doesn't, what I'm saying now doesn't apply in Miami. Miami, I'll go, you know, I'm going Cubans all week. I mean, that's just that's just what's going to happen, so. Um, and, uh, you know, who knows, Indianapolis, if the, if, the tape, if the shows go well, the tapings go well, maybe I'll have one out there. But this is just going to be very seldom now. I'm going to pick and choose my, my moments. Um, but if you are coming out to Indianapolis, you know, you want to bring a stick. I mean, I'm not going to say no to it. (laughs) Okay. But I did have to, I did have to stop. Oh, but I I do want to plug a stick. I tried a Bugatti. Uh, yeah. B-U-G-A-T-T-I. I I guess I want to say it's the same as the car company. 
but I tried one and the outside leaf was like lighter, almost with like a yellow kind of tint to it. Really good, tasty stick. Tasty stick. About it was a twelve, fifteen dollar stick, but a really good one. So just you know, I like to shout them out because I know some people who aren't abusing them the way that I was. Definitely try that one. It's a it's a good one. It's better than that uh, AVO one, the Aveo, which I had one recently and it wasn't good. So I'm sorry if you guys didn't like that one, but the Bugatti is much more tasty. I think you'll like that one. As I'm saying this, I'm like, man, fuck, I, maybe I should get one tonight. So, yeah, I'm calming down with the cigars and um, I'm just going to really see if I can... Because I'm one of those people that, like, I like to... I like to challenge myself like when someone's like no you're addicted that's why you're doing it I'm like yeah but I just like it so maybe I am addicted but I like it I like the whole thing it's the it's the the whole thing about it I like so I'm gonna see if I can just go some days now because if I was truly addicted I would need one tonight in a couple of days tomorrow and I'm not really doing that so let's see I mean it has only been a couple days but I'm not fiending I'm not going nuts I was the one to decide this. I was the one to say I need to stop. And it really is stupid. You know, people were sick in my family. There's cancer in my family. Um, I mean, I'm sure at this point there's cancer in a lot of people's families. But, you know, smoking cigars on occasion is fine. Uh, on a social event is fine. But doing it just all the time just doesn't make any sense. So I'm sorry. At this point I'm talking in circles because I'm trying to convince myself I'm really going to do this. All right. Moving on, everybody, this is going to be my unacceptable for the week, and this is really, really got, got me pissed, okay? Um, I, I had another unacceptable. My other unacceptable was going to be there was a guy online at the supermarket. I'll make this part quick. There was a guy online at the supermarket. All I had in my, I had one item in my hand. I had one item in my hand, and I was with my son, and we were just waiting, and I go online, you would think people with 19 fucking items, 20 items, packed cart would say, go ahead, go ahead. No, they don't, but fine. I get it. You know what? The place was busy. They might have been in there for a long time. All the lines were busy. So I'm like, you know what? You're hanging here with your son. You got your one item. Be patient. See what happens. That's it. So I'm, I'm fine. I'm totally cool with that, and I'm ready to do that. Then what happens is I decide I decide that... I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who was in front of the woman in front of me who was actually self-checkout. I was at a self-checkout. That's how busy this place was. And I had one item. I decided that this guy was going to maybe make my patience snap. There was this guy's, that's what was, was, I just, I couldn't take it anymore. This guy, first of all, the back of his fucking hair was combed over the front and he managed to have a ponytail in the back. Like, i never seen some shit like this. This guy must have been in a mirror for 15 hours trying to just... I don't know how this guy pulled this off with the gel and the ponytail and the whole thing in the front. It was almost like he had a, du a toupee that he's combed in the front to make it there, but then still the hair in the back was long enough where he had a ponytail. He was weird. He had like weird nerdy glasses on. He had this old, shitty, ugly, button-down shirt. And this guy bought the fucking supermarket, this guy. This guy had, and he was one of those guys you could tell that, like, you could tell he was, like, super cheap. He had, like, all of his bags. He, like, he, he was one of those people that, like, you know the way, like, you could bring one or two of your bags to hold? That's fine. This guy had, like, 15 of them, okay? And, I, and I, it's just taking long, and he's walking up and down, and he's checking, and he's double-checking prices. And out of nowhere, I just go, Jesus Christ. 
and the woman in front of me and her son, they kind of just looked. And it made her nervous that I was going to worry about her. I'll tell you what happened with that afterwards. But um, so this guy pulls out a Ziploc bag. He pulls out and, and, and in the Ziploc bag, he's got coupons like individual and he's looking and he's reading and he's like scanning it to reduce the money and then putting it back. And I'm just like, listen, it's one thing to save money. I get that. But come on, dude. Are you serious, man? Are you a fuck? Like, this is the type of guy that gets excited when the coupon thing comes and he cuts him out. I mean, come on, man. Enough is enough. You know, listen, I know I'm not trying to act like saving money is silly, but, you know, it's packed in this place. You're already making people wait. Just scan the fuck. Like, first of all, if I had a coupon, it would probably be something my wife gave me or something that, like, was, like, crumpled up in my wallet or my back pocket that I could give a fuck about if I lost or not. I don't care. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, you know, it is in my pocket. Let me use it. This guy was like, this guy had these coupons, like, laminated. All right. So anyway, the, he finally leaves, and then the lady was like looking at her son, going, "Come on, the man needs to go." Talking about me, and I go, "No, no, no, ma'am." I go, "Don't worry about it." I go, "No worries. Take your time." I go, "It was just that guy was too much. That guy was too much." And she just laughed. She just nodded, and she goes, "I know you're right." And then at the end, when she was done, she goes, "Sorry." And I go, "No, no, no worries. It was just that guy." And she again, she goes, "I know." So that was gonna be my unacceptable. However, I recently saw uh, pregnant marathon runners. Okay, now, folks, I don't mean any disrespect here at all, okay? So I'm going to try to make this uh, the nicest I can with the, the venom and evil I'm going to spit on these people here, okay? Because they, they, need, they, need some, they need some fire and venom spit at them for this. Okay, I'm looking at this woman, and she's a fucking marathon runner. One of those marathon runners, like, you know, she's looking at the picture of her watch. I mean, she's looking at her watch. I saw a picture of her. She's, like, looking at her watch. This chick was no more than probably just a 100 and, you know, she was probably, like, 110 pounds. Hold on. I got to take this. You won't feel a thing. Oh, never mind. So, um... You know what? Shit, I gotta take this. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be right back. You guys aren't gonna hear a thing and feel a thing, and then I'll be right back, and we'll get right into this unacceptable, pregnant, marathon runners. Okay, so I'm back. I just had to deal with something. Okay, now this marathon runner, no more than a buck ten. Okay, with just a fucking gut full of baby. I mean, she was. She was like eight months. You know, she she was so athletic looking and in shape. And then she just has this pouch in front. And I'm thinking to myself, how fucking narcissistic is this woman? How narcissistic is any fuck anybody who's pregnant running marathons? And I know what some of you were thinking. No, Paul, you know, it's healthy. It's actually healthy. They say it's good for the baby. But fuck that. Okay, you know what's healthy? You sitting on your fat fucking pregnant ass home eating, letting the baby get nutrition. Okay, God forbid you get some baby weight in your neck and your face. That's what fucking happens. You're going to be running around with this kid. Okay? Like the kid's going to feel like he's on a fucking goddamn bouncy castle before he even gets born. I hope he I hope when they pull him out of the womb and pick him up, I hope he pisses all over his mother's face and the doctor. Fucking running around jogging a kid around fucking miles and miles and shit because God forbid you can't fucking take a break. Okay? You chose to have a baby, okay? You chose to have a baby. You, do, do, athlete, do, do athletes, professional athletes get pregnant and still play? No, they don't. They take a fucking break. That's what they do. Okay? Take a break and cool it. Pregnant marathon runners. Are you shitting me? 
That is the most, if that's not the most selfish, narcissistic, no, it's actually healthy. Studies say that, shut the fuck up. Sit down. Sit down and eat and watch a movie while you're pregnant instead of running around. Your fucking car hits you, you trip and fall. Or you, you fucking pass out and shit because you're running around carrying an, uh, another person. Give me a break. Stupid bullshit. I swear to God, and I saw that and I saw this stomach and I was just like, pregnant marathon runner, Really? Really, you couldn't skip that 5K this weekend, this Halloween weekend, and just fucking enjoyed your family because you got to bounce up and down and have the kid juggling around your fucking stomach. I swear to God, some people are so selfish. If that's not the most selfish thing I've ever heard, do, do Olympians do it? No. Do Olympians? No, they don't. It's just like if you're running marathons, just decide to take a year off. Or fine, if you want to jog around your neighborhood while you're pregnant to stay in shape, that's fine. Running a marathon? Running a, what are you going to do? What do you do, archery and fucking the javelin throw next? What's the thing, where the, 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 the pole vault with the kid in your stomach? I mean, come on. Unacceptable. It is absolutely unacceptable some seven, eight, nine months. And then, you know, and you know that's what they fucking talk about at the parties when they're eating cheese. Yeah, you know, fucking, yeah, you know, Brittany over there, Brittany, yeah, she's she's pregnant, but um, yeah, you know, ten miles yesterday, <laughs> stupid asshole, stupid asshole, that's what that is. I I couldn't believe, and and, and it's it's just one of these things now. It's like in this whole like kind of stupid like hipster fucking. I, I don't even know if you call it a hipster. It's just one of these dumb things where it's like so cool to say you're doing it now, you know. Our mothers didn't run marathons when they were pregnant with us. Our mothers probably smoked and drank when they were with I know my mother didn't drink. or I mean, I know my mother didn't smoke. And I don't know if she drank. I think she didn't because I think that she was... Because, you know, she's a paranoid Greek. And my grandmother was so paranoid. So they, they kind of like... They did every precaution with the kids, thank God. But back in the day, there were parents that smoked and drank when they were pregnant. Because they didn't even know any better. And I'm not saying that that's right. You shouldn't do that. That's awful. But I don't think you should be running marathons either. With a stupid number strapped to your chest while you're crossing the finish line? Are they going to have a pregnant marathon too where everybody pregnant runs in a fucking marathon? Kids getting car sick, he didn't even come out yet? Make the kid hate going on rides and boats and shit because he's going to be like... I mean, it's just... I get, I get, hold on, you know, I'm reading this shit. I'm reading this because this is ridiculous. This is one of the, this is one of the ones that got me really angry. Hold on here. I'm going to Google this shit right now with you people listening pregnant marathon runners and listen I'm sorry if you're one of the people and I'm not talking about two months or three months with a little pouch this woman was ready to go into labor and she was in a marathon she was wearing like that bikini bottom with the number strapped to her and the fucking Nikes I mean it was ridiculous hold on here pregnant I mean it's just silly it really is it's just silly it's like you can't wait Marathon. Now I can't find it. Yeah, this is this is pregnant marathon runner. Yeah. Eight and a half months pregnant. I've been running throughout my I felt really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, how does a baby feel? Okay? How does a baby feel? Forget the cord being wrapped around his neck. It's going to be probably all over him. He's going to look like a mummy when he comes out. 
Yeah, she. I mean, I just. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, oh this was a sprinter too. There were some people. Oh, I gotta lower this. There were some people. <laughs> there were some people like sprinting or like in a steady, serious run. And it says, "I didn't want to get lapped, and to be the first person to get lapped in the 800." So this was an 800 meter one. Um, my midwife and my doctors were so encouraging. They were like, this is something you can do. You are a professional runner. I mean, are you kidding me? Of course you could do it. It doesn't mean you should do it. I, 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 you know, I just, I, man, this one did it for me. X, yeah. Oh, in September, it says, in September, this one chick um, was lifting 75 pounds. <clears throat> And it, okay, yeah, she was lifting like 75 pounds or something. And and then I guess it started this whole thing, like, what can you do? It, it's just, listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't care if you're a professional runner. I don't care if it's, it's, it's ridiculous, okay? If you're eight plus months pregnant, I think it's just dangerous for both of you. I think it's stupid. I think with the heart rate, you know, who knows what can happen. Sit the fuck down and eat some cookies like everybody else does in the country. Okay, sitting here jump roping and shit with a baby in your stomach. It, it's it's so it's infuriating to me. I don't know why it's infuriating to me. Maybe I'm crazy, but seeing the picture of a woman that her stomach was so stretched out and big, you could actually see like it was like pulling her torso. You can see how big it was, you know. And then she's just standing there and she's looking at her watch and she's so focused on the running. She's not realizing that there's a life in there. God forbid she passes out. God forbid she gets dehydrated. A car comes. All these different things. Because she's a professional runner and she couldn't stop while she's jiggling this fucking baby around. Unacceptable. I'm sticking with this unacceptable. You know what? I'm not even backing off of it. Pregnant marathon runner. Unacceptable. I mean, what... What would make you, I mean, first of all, I remember my wife was pregnant with my children, okay? And my wife, with one of them, she gained a little bit of weight. I think with my son, she gained a little bit of weight. With my daughter, it was no weight. It was just in her stomach. She was like the exact same body, just in her stomach. With my son, a little bit more. But in no way, and my wife was an athlete, she played softball, in no way, shape, or form would I, seeing seeing her walk around and knowing that my son or daughter was in there, would I, if she was just like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going running. I'm going to go do this 800, I'm going to do this 800 meter. It's like, no, you're not. Where are these husbands? Where are these husbands who, who, who are, are half of this baby? They're just fucking letting them go. Why? Cause it's cool. Yeah. She wants to run. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I'd be like, no, you're not running. How about that? How about you're sitting down and I'm going to go pick up dinner and you're going to make sure that the baby gets what it needs and all that shit. And you're not going to run around with the risk of tripping. I was at a New York Knicks game with my wife when she was five months pregnant to my son. And it enrages me to even think about this because that's how upset it got me and, and it was crazy. But the the Knicks were playing the uh, Phoenix Suns and were sitting there. I think I mentioned this on an earlier episode. And it was the day Obama got inaugurated to be in office. The day. And we go to, um, we go to the garden and she's five and a half pregnant, uh, five and a half months pregnant with my son. And this guy from Phoenix was sitting next to us, and he was being loud and drunk, and they were shooting T-shirts. 
and the t-shirt came up into our section and hit my hands and he like made the t-shirt bounce out of my hand and go and none of us got it because he was just drunk and out of it and it went into my hands and he bumped into my wife and he didn't hit her heart and I, I looked at him and I go dude my wife is pregnant we got into this whole thing and I was like what and we got into it. and then he like kind of tapped my wife on the leg to say like sorry but like fuck dude I almost lost my mind people behind me were trying to calm me down his friend apologized the whole time and then we kind of gave each other like a stare down leaving I wanted to take this motherfucker by his front teeth like just grab him by his front teeth and I wanted to just throw him as hard as I could as many rows down as I could and I wanted to watch his head crack on the edge of the back of the seat until he was just like fucking jolting up and down in pain Okay, that's what I wanted to do, and I couldn't do it because obviously I don't want to get arrested with my pregnant wife there, and I and there were people around there, and because once I would have started going at him, I wouldn't have stopped, and I didn't want it to get to that, and that's not who I am, but when your pregnant wife, who you're having enjoying it, and you know, you know, I knew that my little man was in there, and that happened, it freaked me to fuck out, and he barely bumped her or tapped her. I mean, he kind of went into her a little bit and mo- made her like have to move, um, and that bothered me. So, um, I mean, I'm getting pissed off even thinking about that. I'm just taking my anger away from the pregnant marathon runner. But just the thought of, you know, my pregnant wife running and sweating and maybe falling. Um, you never know what happens. You know, runners fall and shit and, you know, you get tired. And just with your heart rate and all of that stuff, I just think it's absolutely fucking unacceptable. And I think that it's a selfish, narcissistic thing to go to the doctor and be like, hey, can I do this? Of course you can do it. It doesn't mean you should do it. And I know people are going to hate on this and go, oh, my girlfriend did it. I'm not talking about one, two, three months, maybe even four with a little bit of a bump that you can't see. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when the baby's fucking sitting in there, you know, reading a book, okay, ready to come out. That's what I'm talking about. You know, it's just unacceptable. Ridiculous is what it is. It's actually unacceptable. And when you look at it, it looks unnatural. When you just look at it and you just see somebody with that that huge stomach in front and they're wearing that dumb outfit that they want to sprint. And oh, look at the pregnant lady. Look at her. That's what they probably want to hear too. Look at the pregnant lady. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, look what she accomplished. And let's not think about the baby who's ready to puke. All right, I'm done. That's my unacceptable. I'm sorry, that one got me really pissed off. All right, let's go to your guys' unacceptables. Try to get into a better mood here. All right, I got some... Uh, what? Are, oh, we're half hour into this. We'll talk about some sports. We got some plugs. And uh, I might do... I might. I don't know about this 100% sure, so don't quote me on it, but um, I might do a uh, surprise or a guest one when uh, I go on the road next week. So there may be another bonus one coming out. I don't know. But even if there's not, this one will be good. Okay. So, this was from... uh, Josh Meadows at DJ Nacho One. At Buffet, people overflowing their plates with food. Not going to run out. It's like feeding time at the zoo. Hashtag unacceptable. (laughs) I love... I love the line uh, that uh, not going to run out, uh, not going to run out of food is really funny. Thank you for that. That's a really good one. Um, this one is from Colin Noonan at Colin the Wild. 
Paul Bersey, hashtag unacceptable. People who put clothes on dogs. Um, yeah, the only one that's cool is like that English bulldog, like when they're sitting there in a sweatshirt. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're right. At the end of the day, you really are right. That's another selfish thing people do. It's not like the dog is like, hey, man, can you throw a hoodie on me? It's chilly. No, that doesn't happen. What happens is somebody's like, you know what would be really cute? Isn't that great? And the dog's sitting there looking like an asshole. Okay, and any of his dog friends that he grew up with saw it, they would be like, make fun of him. That's like the equivalent of what that would be. Like, oh, yeah, Charlie's got to go get a fucking, go get his little foot booties on, you know. So I kind of hear you with that. Thank you for the submission, um, Colin. I think you might be a first timer, I hope, or, or it's been a while. So uh, here we go. This is another, um, this is another new one that I haven't, uh, somebody new. Uh, SHP Films. And it is the the Twitter feed is at SHP official at Paul Verzi unacceptable inconsiderate people putting their feet up on the headrests at movie theaters dirty shoes belong on the floor. Um, you're right. I'm guilty of this in an empty theater. I do. I used to do that. Or I would. But what I would do is, I or in my mind to make it not bad, I would kind of put my heels up over it. So my feet would be hanging over the front seat. So it would actually be like just like the back of my ankles or my calves were on the thing. Where I wasn't just getting my dirty sneaker bottom, whatever, on on there. What I also do now is to, you know, the railing. That they have a railing in between the lower section and the back section. And with that, you can kind of put your feet uh, on the railing and stuff. But, you know, sometimes you put them on the armrest with your, with your heels out so your, your feet aren't actually touching it but you know what if somebody is just stepping on the floor and putting it on the back of the seat I do get that that is kind of unacceptable and I've been guilty of that myself so thank you uh, SHP Films for making me feel like an unacceptable scumbag but thank you for uh, for the submission even more so okay uh, this one is from uh, high tech h-y-t-e-k he says, uh, the Twitter feed is at uh, Laurel London or Lori London, L-O-R-R-I London. At Paul Verzi, in my apartment, relaxing. Lady downstairs calls the cops because she felt I was walking too hard. Hashtag unacceptable. Uh, really, bitch? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I mean, what are you, got cinder blocks on your feet? I mean, to get the cops called on you for walking is, uh, you sure you weren't listening to music dancing? Either way, though, the cops is a little much, especially if it's a neighbor. Can knock on the door and be like, hey, keep it down, you know what I mean? Um, let's see here. We got some more. <laughs> I love that food's not going to run out, though. That's That's got it so far. That's funny, man. That would be really, how great would that be if during the, you know, buffet, just when people were just going at it like animals, it was just like, uh, uh, like a loudspeaker came out. I was like, folks, the food's not running out, folks. Everybody relax. We got a new batch coming out. Um, oh, somebody wanted me to read something. Somebody wanted me to read something but not use their name, but I don't think I did that here. Okay. Okay, um, here we go. This is from Anthony uh, Tolerado, Tolerito, Tolerito, I'm sorry, at Tolerito31, T-A-L-L-A-R, 
IDO31 at Paul Verzi. Girl filing her nails during another student's presentation. Most annoying sound to listen to for 15 fucking minutes. Hashtag unacceptable. Incredibly selfish. Incredibly unacceptable. That's a narcissistic, totally self-absorbed uh, person doing that. While somebody's t- For somebody to be giving a presentation and you're looking and filing your nails, that's got to be, it's just the worst. It's the worst. She's probably going to go running when she's pregnant. Oh, what a beautiful callback. Was it, folks, was that a beautiful callback? And just so smooth, right? Just no, just flowed right together. Um, here's one from Sam or Sem. I'm sorry, Sem. And it's at Sam R. Uh, Nicole. Uh, all right, so I'll just fucking spell it. It's at Sam and then capital R and then capital N and then I C O L L. At Sam R. Nicole. At Paul Verzi. People that take pictures, videos of a serious accident. Have some fucking respect, you cunts. Hashtag animal. Hashtag unacceptable. Yeah, I don't know why somebody would want to do that. And I, I feel really weird. I would feel really weird about doing that. You know, one time... Um, I mentioned this before. It's a memory that I kind of want out of my head. Unfortunately, it's burned in my head was Jason Lawhead and I were driving and we were probably like 200 yards behind an awful motorcycle accident. And we saw the motorcycle down the road and the guy's head was just like in the ground and the amount of blood and it was so fresh and new. You could tell the blood was fresh and it was just really, really bad. And it was hard to not rubberneck and look just because of the scene. You almost couldn't believe what you were seeing, so you did look. But the last thing I would want to do is is that now one time when we were on the tour bus when we were doing the tour and we were on a bus with the um it was me bill burr jason lawhead or whatever i think actually lawhead had got off the bus and me and bill burr were on the tour bus going to miami there was like this little van and it was a blazing inferno and that was something i would be like wow that like we had video and we were just taking video anyway and then we got it on the video but even stuff like that feels weird. So I agree. It's like if you see somebody that you know is either in really bad, rough shape and they got hurt or, you know, possibly lost their life, to take a picture of it is kind of shitty. It is. And, you know, that's the culture that we live in, though, right now. Like we live in that, like, you know, get it on, get it on. Or like, did you see that? Or like people putting it out there. And it's, it is. It's creepy. It's shitty. I don't, uh, I don't, I'm not about that. Okay, Matt writes, at non-toxic007, at Paul Verzi, when the carpool lane moves slower than the rest of traffic, and this cunt, and he sent a picture, hashtag unacceptable, hashtag animals, sends me a picture of, wow, I actually got a license plate here, I wouldn't do that, what state is this though, let's see what state this is, um... Shit, what is that? I can't see. It's a Yukon. It's a GMC Yukon, and the person, two wheels are taking up two spots. They're basically taking up two parking spaces, and that is unacceptable. And and it's in a garage that you could tell is busy, and it's really hard to get a spot in those garages where you got to keep going up levels, and that's just not cool, man. That That is unacceptable. You guys got good ones this week, man, really good ones. Um, Okay, let's see if we got more on Twitter, and then I will check the other one. And then we and then uh, and we'll move on. Wow, the show's moving right along. Sorry, I think I went too long with the pregnant um, marathon runner. All right, let's see here. 
Dil I want to get this name right here. Um okay, this is Dylan Rodriguez at D Rodriguez 18. Okay, at Paul Rosey, car driving on the interstate in the pitch black with no lights on and ignores other flashing lights to warn them. Hashtag unacceptable. Unacceptable, insanely dangerous, and um, and it's like, and if, if somebody's lights did go out, you got to pull over, man, because that'll kill somebody. Uh, this is from big underscore red 010027. And that's also the feed at big underscore red 01027 at Paul Verzi. Pittsburgh Steelers throwback uniforms unacceptable. They are insanely ugly. And as much as you try to say that they're cool, they're really not. They're kind of shitty. And I agree with that 100%. Um, <laughs> so, all right, here we go. What is this? Is this the one? All right, so we'll do, I'm going to do one more. Um, is it somebody asked me something? I don't know what that was. Okay, and that's pretty much. Um, oh, okay, this one's hilarious too. This is from Terrence Smith at <laughs> TJAI101 at Paul Verzi. Saw a guy walking down the aisle at Walmart. Stop. <laughs> <clears throat> this is hilarious. I'm sorry. Let's start over. At Paul Verzi, saw a guy walking down the aisle at Walmart stop and open a pack of deli meat slices and just start eating them. Unacceptable. It is unacceptable. It is it is ridiculous. <laughs> and not to mention, it's disgusting because it's Walmart. Like because I mean, although I will say, Walmart one time when we were on the road had some decent. They had some meat and stuff, or like they had some good cheese, but it's just. I mean. I mean, how, I mean, it's, it's gotta be a lull in your life, you know, where you just are in a Walmart eating, eating nasty, you know, eating groceries like that. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's weird. Um, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see, that might be the last one on Twitter. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try, I'm trying to get all you guys in here and I'm sorry, you know, if I don't, um, but I gotta move on with the show. I'm actually gonna have to take a pause the last ten minutes of the show. You guys won't know, but I gotta go get my son from school, and then I'm gonna come and um, finish up with the last couple of minutes. But we still got some time to rock on this for a little while. So, um, yeah. So that's gonna be it. That's gonna be it for the Twitter. And let me just see. I just wanted to see. There was one thing on. Um, oh wait. I'm sorry. Do I have one more here? Oh. No, that's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I got your hopes up. That was on. I was on Twitter, and let me just see. Somebody wrote me something, and they said that they wanted me to. Um, they wanted me to what's it called? Read something, but not give their name. And I want to make sure that I will uh, make sure that I get it. But I just I don't know why something is happening with my. Something's happening. With my, what's it called? With my, where I get these things, I get these emails or messages. And then when I go to the message to see, it's not there. And I, I got to tell you, man, I was talking to my older brother about it. Mac is disappointing me. Maybe I'm doing something wrong, but Mac is disappointing me badly. So I want to see when this was, no, see, that's not, that's not it. That's not it. Fuck. That was from August. That was from September. I just don't know. 
Uh, and I guess, you know, it's really hard, too, because I don't want to screw somebody up and give their information out or just say, hey, yeah, you know, Chris Smith says his roommates are fucking cut, you know, and then if you find out, like, looking at the news, Chris Smith in Milwaukee got his throat slit by his... You talking shit about me on podcasts? All right, I'm going to try to find it. If I don't find it... um Yes, if I don't find it, I will, on this one, I will get it on the next one. Or please message me. But I think the person did message me. All right, whatever. Whatever. You know what? I can't, I can't fucking find it. So, whatever. So, let's move on. Thank you, guys. Those are the unacceptables for the week. Uh, I loved the not running out of food at the buffet. I don't know why that caught me. It made me really laugh. <laughs> So, but again, if I did miss yours, get back at me and I will get it on, okay? So, there we go. That said, we will move on to some sports. Uh, I, again, guys, I have not seen a movie. It's just too hard. It's too hard, too tired, got too much shit going on. But I, I do have a two and a half hour flight tomorrow. So, depending on what airline it is, I will watch a movie. And if I don't have it on there, I will watch it on my um, my laptop. So, I watch. I will definitely have something. And I'm going on the road. And there's like four movies I wanted to see. And when you go on the road and there's not much to do, you go to the movies. So, I pretty much would say that I saw it. If, if not, uh, go and listen to Chris Lambert's Monday, uh, Mundane Festival, his podcast. Because Chris Lambert is, sees every movie every day. Like I've never seen a guy... Like, part of his day is going to the movies. Like, you know, some people are like, oh, man, I got, you know, I'm going to eat breakfast. I'm going to go, uh, you know, maybe I'll go for a jog. And I'll see some pregnant um, marathon runners practicing. And all these different things. And Chris Lambert is just part of his thing. Is like, all right, I'm going to eat breakfast. I'm going to see that movie. and go do a show. Tomorrow I got to wake up. I got to see that movie. I got to check out the, uh, the NBA starts, but I got to see that movie. Like, And he literally sees everything. It went from me being envious to now he annoys me. Like, I don't, when I talk to him, I don't want to hear that he saw a movie. Because I'll be like, oh, man, I wanted to see that movie. Yeah, I saw it. It was all right. And, like, he just goes into it. And you're like, oh, man. Hopefully next week I'll be able to review a movie. Okay. I got a few minutes and I got to get my little boy. And then I will come back and finish this out. And, um, we're gonna, you know what? Actually, this is a good time to leave it. Because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave the show right now for a couple minutes. I'm going to go get my son. I'm going to come back. You guys won't feel a thing. Okay, that's the beauty of podcasting. I just like to say it because I have to do it. And I want you guys to know that from when you hear me, the next time you actually hear me talk about sports will be fast forward 20 minutes from right now. Okay? So when I get back, I will talk about the Kansas City Royals in Game 7 against the Giants tonight. I'll talk about, obviously, the Knicks. My beloved, my, my Knicks are playing at home tonight against the Bulls. We'll talk about that and um, and we'll talk more about this weekend in Indianapolis and do some plugs and get out of here. Okay? So I will talk to you guys in a few. But to you, it doesn't matter. I don't even know why I mention it. That's the funniest thing. Like, I mention to you things that you're not even going to feel or it's not going to affect you. I, you know what I mean? I don't even need to tell you. I don't even need to tell you. But you want to know what it is? The show is so damn honest. The show is so honest that I have to be forthcoming about even what I'm doing, okay? That's the host you guys got. Do you appreciate it? All right, guys. I will uh, talk to you guys in a minute, and I'll see you. I will get into sports when I get back. 
Okay, I'm back, everybody. Uh, that was a duration of about, I don't know, probably like 35, 40 minutes. Okay, but I'm back. You don't know it. You didn't feel it. So here we go. Oh, and by the way, what I did is I did find my unacceptable that I needed to. And uh, I will not use this person's name because I was asked to not use this person's name. But here is their unacceptable. Then I'll get into sports. Um, okay, here it is. Roommate taking care of his man business, jerking the fuck off while I'm asleep in the middle of the night. Beyond fucking unacceptable. Go to the bathroom and do your business there. <laughs> Not while I'm four fucking feet away from you. The TVE animals have to hear your thoughts on such an unacceptable practice. By the way, the TVE followers could be called the animals. Um, thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, I almost slipped on your name, but I didn't. Uh, that is so beyond unacceptable that... I'll tell you guys a story based on that unacceptable. Um, one thing that happened, I was performing in um, Houston, Texas. And what happened was a buddy of mine came and we were going to share the hotel together. Uh, what he didn't tell me was that he was bringing a woman with him. And he didn't tell me that until he landed at the airport. So my mind, I'm like, all right, this is whatever. Um, and... And in one of the nights there, um, I'm sleeping and absolutely unacceptable was like I heard them fooling around and I kind of just like acted. I was looking the other way. I acted like I didn't hear anything. Um, and then eventually it stopped and I ended up falling asleep and they did. And then the next day he was like, did you hear anything? He was like, oh, man. I kind of wouldn't have minded if you did hear something. And, like, I was just, like, kind of thinking to myself, like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why would I, why would you want, like, what, so, so I think you're cool that you're, you're, like, you're hooking up with the girl you brought? And to be honest, that kind of affected my relationship with the guy. Like, I'm, like, if I see the guy, hey, what's going on? But just really disrespectful and really, um... Just really bullshit, man. Laid it on me. And like at the time, I was so new in comedy. Like I didn't have the money or I didn't even have a credit card at the time to like go get another room. It was just kind of a dick move and really unacceptable. So the fact that you're laying four feet from this kid, you know, while he's beaten off is just, it's ridiculous, man. And and I got to tell you something. I'm being dead serious. You got to say something to the guy and, and be like, listen, man, um, like one of us has to go. Like I can't be here and I can't be paying. I'm not even kidding around. I can't be, be here paying half the rent of this place and you're beating off four feet from me. First of all, why is he even four feet? That sounds crazy to me. You know, what are you guys in a fucking studio? But anyway, even if you, wherever you are, that's ridiculous. I'd be like, dude, you can't, I mean, I get pissed off, like, if I'm in a bathroom with some, if, if I share a bathroom with somebody, you know, on the road, when I, and I saw hair, like, that's unacceptable, like, I, like, there's only, like, a couple of guys, obviously, now, you know, um, where I would ever share a hotel room with, you know, including my brother and a couple of other people, but, like, to do that is, is really, yeah, like, that's a weird, man, that's almost like, why is your dude, why is your, why is your roommate beating off with you right there? Like, that's fucking weird. So, and completely unacceptable. I will, I'll be honest with you. I would, first of all, roommates. Having a roommate is unacceptable. 
Having to deal with that is unacceptable. Somebody else's shit, somebody else's day, you could care fucking less. At the end of the day, unless they're a really good friend, you could care less if the guy flew off a fucking cliff. And that really is the bottom line. Unless it's a dear, dear friend, you don't give a shit. So the fact that you have to even deal with that, because that's all roommates shit is, is pretending. It's pretending you give a fuck. Nobody cares. Anybody really cares? Unless, like I said, if it's, if it's, obviously if it's family and if it's a close, close friend. Other than that, man, if it's some stranger and you have to act like, you know, but it's ridiculous. Everyone does that like, oh, I never see him. That's the big thing. That's the big thing in New York City. Yeah, I got a roommate, but I never see him. Where are these roommates going? You do see him. And this poor guy sees him, you know, hears him loud and clear, you know, beating his dick while this guy's trying to get some sleep, man. Un- unacceptable. I would never, I had a roommate once, um, no, I'm sorry, I had a roommate a couple times, I had roommates in college, it started out great, got weird with a couple, stayed cool with a couple, um, then I had a roommate when I first started doing comedy in my early 20s, 21, 22, 23, I think I was around 23, I had a roommate, started out great, and it was just, it was never bad, it never was bad, but it just got, you know, people's moods and people's opinions and when they're different, just sucks, man. It really just sucks. So, uh, but I mean, obviously we had our own rooms. Hearing somebody jerking off was never part of it and would never be something acceptable. I mean, that's just ridiculous, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that one takes the cake, I think, as far as like, I mean, that's so unacceptable that it's almost like, that's so unacceptable that it's unacceptable. We have to do the unacceptable. Like, it's got to be known. I mean, that that dude should be... You should either smack that kid in his face or you should be like, dude, I hear you jerking off and it's really fucking with my day. Uh, or night or whatever. I don't know. Just listen. One of us has to go, but I can't, I can't keep hearing you do that. You know? Anyway. So there's the unacceptables. Uh, I didn't mention any names, so we're good to go. Uh, okay. Going on to sports, everybody. I want the Kansas City Royals to win the World Series. Only because the Giants have done it before a few times. Um, The Kansas City Royals are the Kansas City Royals. They play in Kansas City. The fans are loyal. The the team has sucked forever. I've said that they were probably never going to win one. So the fact that they're a game away is pretty cool. They they clobbered them last night, like I was saying before, like 10-0 or whatever. So I'm just thinking the bats are going to stay hot. It is in Kansas City. I think the Royals win the World Series tonight. That's that's what I think. I think they're going to do it. Uh, I think if they were going to lose it, it would have been last night. Who knows? But that's just great for baseball. It's a great story. And um, I'm sure that town and the people over there, that city can really use it. So let's go Royals. That's pretty cool that a team like that with a payroll that is probably a fraction of what teams like the Yankees and Red Sox and even Mets and certain big market teams are paying. And these guys are just, these guys are defying the odds and it's pretty cool with just gritty role player type guys. I mean, I know they got some great players, but it's just, you know, I mean, you never, you know, they don't have the Jeters and they don't have the, the, the Pujols or the Hamiltons or the, you know, just the monsters of baseball you know, Kershaw pitching. They don't have these guys, and they're in there doing it. So uh, I'm rooting for that tonight. But I can't say I'm going to be watching it because come 8 o'clock tonight, which is about three short hours away, 
I will be getting ready for my New York Knickerbockers to be playing at Madison Square Garden against the Chicago Bulls. I think it's at the Garden. And, um, you know, I'm ready for a couple exciting months. Phil Jackson, Derek Fisher coaching. It's a whole new look. Maybe we make a deal to get competitive. I don't know. Are the Gi- are the are the Knicks going to do it? No. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers will be in the N- NBA Finals against the San Antonio Spurs. Um, there's no doubt about that in my mind. Barring any injury, I think uh, LeBron, Love, and Kyrie Irving are going to be a better team than LeBron had with uh, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh in Miami. I think it's going to take the Cavaliers about 22 to 25 games to really mesh, and then once they do, I mean, they'll still win in those 22 to 25 games. They'll still win. They'll still win half of those games, maybe a little more, but what's going to happen is when they really start to know how to play with each other, they are going to go on a sick run. I think they're going to win, I would say, 57 games, 55 to 57 games, and go to the finals. I think that the um, San Antonio Spurs are going to be great again. Might even win it all again, to be honest. But they'll be in there against the Cavs. And I think if the Cavs are going to win it, win it, man, they got a great shot this year, even year one. Um, and I will say I do think LeBron James will win a championship in Cleveland. So that's my NBA prediction. But the Knicks, you never know. The Knicks could make a move, get competitive. It's just great. It's just great. You know, Carmelo Anthony smokes sticks. Uh, he's in New York, puts up some points. I'm happy. Let's go Knicks tonight against the Bulls. And uh, that's pretty much it. That's it for sports. So I want to get into the plugs, get out of here, because I am going to maybe do another podcast from the road. I don't know if I'm going to. Either way, we're back to the regular scheduled, regular scheduled Wednesdays. Uh, I don't think I could say that three times. Regularly scheduled Wednesdays. Um, but... The only plug that I need to talk about, Indianapolis. So I will be in Indianapolis starting tomorrow night, uh, doing one show tomorrow, two Friday, two on Saturday, and then I will be uh, coming back. But in that time, I have a lot of business to take care of. The album uh, will be taped. I'm also going to be getting some videotaping for something for television so uh, it's a big weekend at Morty's. I know Halloween is Friday. That may hurt, but you never know. So if you're listening to this and you, if you guys want to come out, you know, I'm bringing my Jordans to this one. So come out. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you to All Things Comedy for promoting it. Oh, I got, I'm also going to be doing a couple of shows for the New York Comedy Festival. The New York Comedy Festival is November 5th to November 9th. Shows all over New York City. I had the pleasure on performing there with Bill Burr at Carnegie Hall. And uh, actually, I performed for the New York Comedy Festival three times with Bill Burr. And it was at the three greatest places to perform in New York City. So I'm very happy and uh, that I was able to do that and humbled. It's amazing. Uh, Carnegie Hall, which was probably the night of my life um, as far as stand-up and family. It, that was just a night that I'll never forget. There's... You guys could go back, if you're new to the podcast, you could go back and listen to that story about me, Bill Burr, and Joe DeRosa performing there, uh, opening for Bills. is just an incredible, incredible night. Um, then we did, well, I'm sorry, we did Town Hall, Carnegie Hall, and then last year, me and Burr, just us two, we did the Beacon Theater together, um, which is amazing. This year, 
I am going to be doing the uh, comedy club shows, and I'm on two, and they are both at the stand. I'm doing the mashup show hosted by Adrian Apolucci and uh, Louis J. Gomez, and that the mashup show is um, going to be... Hey, so I'm almost finished, okay? Okay. Um, so the mashup show is two comedians on stage, same time, and last time I did it, I did it with Pete Davidson. We had a great time. This time it's for the festival, and I will be on stage with Giannis Pappas. So me and Giannis will be on stage talking some shit. That should be fun. That's on November 5th. And then on November 9th, Bill Burr presents the All In Comedy Tour, and that will be um, me, Joe Bartnick, Ari Shafir, and uh, Chris Stefano maybe, um, and maybe also uh, Jim Florentine may get on that. So we don't know, but we definitely know me, Joe Bartnick, and Ari Shafir will definitely be on that show. That's for the festival. That is on the 9th, Sunday, at The Stand. So those are the two that I'm doing for the festival. Uh, this weekend, Sophie, I'm almost done, little girl. All right. Um, this weekend, there to go, Morty's Comedy Joint, the 30th through the 2nd. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Verzi Effect. Um, check me out on Twitter, at Paul Verzi, V-I-R-Z-I. And you could uh, go to my website, paulverzi.com, for updated shows. More will be added for November. I will be doing that in the next couple of days. And uh, go to iTunes. Spread the word about the Verzi Effect, the Verzi Effectors, the animals, whatever you guys call yourself. You guys are the shit, and uh, the show is is uh, doing what it's doing because of you guys, and that's for sure. So I'll talk to you guys on episode 184. Say bye, Soph. Bye. Bye, guys.